Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. Welcome to the Broncos Binge Podcast. A podcast for those who bleed orange and blue. This one's for John. Produced locally in Denver, Colorado. Now, here's your hosts, Rachel Strand and Dalton Coble. Hello, Broncos country, and welcome to the Broncos Binge Podcast, the Denver Broncos podcast made by fans for fans. I am your host, Rachel Strand. And I am also here with my co-host, Dalton Coble. It's been a few weeks since we posted, and I apologize for that. The holidays have kind of gotten a little busy, and just some other scheduling issues got in the way. But, um, hey, while we were gone, the Broncos played some pretty dang decent football, um, like disregarding the Texans and Lions game. But, um, yeah, the Broncos have managed to climb back into the playoff race and into the playoff race in the AFC so it's gonna be a very very interesting ride here for these final couple weeks so um, strap in Broncos country before we get into the upcoming game and the preview of the previous game let's talk about some news so Kareem Jackson is back after serving another suspension. This time it was a four-game suspension despite him trying to appeal it. However, there's a tiny controversy because the Broncos haven't fully committed to putting him back in the starting lineup and might continue riding with PJ Locke, who has honestly done a pretty good job in his uh, in Jackson's absence, hasn't he, Dalton? I would agree. I would definitely agree. Yeah, um I it'll be interesting. I mean, maybe they could sub Jackson and Locke three, in three man safety. Yeah, something three like man that. safety set up something. I mean, having those Vance Joseph loves his zone coverages. <laughs> Indeed, that. he does. Um, sometimes to a fault, i.e., the yeah, Lions to a game. Fault. Yep, <laughs> um, absolutely, absolutely just diced up. Yeah, we'll get there in a second. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we'll see how and like what they exactly do with that, but um. 
kind of on the injury front, uh, Greg Dulcich cannot stay healthy to save his damn life. And honestly, I'm starting to get Jake Butt vibes. No? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, cool. He's coming back. Great. Another target. Oh, nope. Well, never mind. Yeah. If you missed it, Dulcich. Hey, those are throw to receivers anyways. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> if you missed it, Dulcich was scheduled to come back from injury after being on IR for a nagging hamstring injury that has literally plagued him since college. But um, yeah, we still took him, but it, it's whatever. That's a whole nother thing. Um, so he was scheduled to come back and he was entering the, what is it? The 21 day practice window. And he came back to practice on Wednesday and on Thursday was held out for a foot injury. So um, yeah, I don't have much hope regarding that. Maybe just shut him down for the rest of the season, let him get healthy. And if the Broncos make the playoffs hard, if maybe he'll be healthy for that. Um, we don't know. But so far, he's kind of looking like a bust. So heading into the preview of the last game, unfortunately, the Broncos kind of got whooped on by the Detroit yeah. Lions, which is like a sentence that just doesn't sound right. Like that sentence no, of the Detroit Lions but, whooped on us. But it's 2023. Now I, I can't expect much more. Yeah, it's the Broncos lost 42 to 17. Honestly, it should have been a score in the 30s, but I don't know what Dan Campbell had to prove where he kept running the score up because there's at some point where, you know, the Broncos had kind of waved the white flag and Dan Campbell like went for it on fourth down and eventually scored on us. So I don't just because Dan Campbell was like a coach under Sean Payton for a long time, even a player under him. So I don't know, but whatever. I still kind of like the Lions and Dan Campbell. He's like a coach I'd run through a brick wall for. But yeah, Dalton, it was a ugly, ugly game and honestly just disappointing because the Broncos have their future in their hands like they they did it like they can decide their fate here and that game wasn't i some people say it was a backbreaker of a game to lose but the broncos still have a chance here dalton and we have the easiest remain one of the easiest remaining schedules knock on wood <laughs> knock on wood um, the only one i'm worried about is the raiders coming to play spoiler but eh, we'll see Ugh. But regardless, you know, letting Jared Goff just dot us up and throw five TDs and no interceptions. He's not been that bad. That should he's, be illegal. He, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Shut Let's up. be real. He's pretty good. He's by far better than Russell. By far. That's that's a discussion. <laughs> I no, nah, there's a there's a discussion that I sense coming up. That I'm that I'm that I'm excited for. I, I sense it. It's brewing. No, I you are gonna get in a heated argument over Russell Wilson. I'm not standing by Russell Wilson, but like I just I still think of Jared Goff as being like almost a Jimmy Garoppolo of sorts who can stay like a Jimmy Garoppolo who can stay healthy. I don't know if he is that quarterback that will help bridge the gap for a you know a Super Bowl in Detroit. Hell, he might even kind of play the role that Peyton did in our 2015 Super Bowl where the defense carried him cuz we got whooped on by the Lions defense and they were just up our butts all game. But even even without that, their run game is stellar. Mm -hmm. He's good with Amon St. Brown, Laporta's good. Everything is good in that team. Their O-line is like top 5. Everything in that team is like phenomenal. Phenomenal. So it's like I see what you're saying with the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, but 
I'm going to wait to the playoffs to finish that discussion. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, speaking of O-line, our O-line didn't do much of that. Um, they've been, I will say, I will give credit, they have looked pretty good for a good chunk of the season. But last game, we just got to protect Russell Wilson better because he was scrambling for his blame life. A, not, not, not that game on, not that game on Russ, but most of this season, the sacks that Russ takes is Russ's fault. Oh, okay. It's kind of an, it's kind of annoying. Like he stands in the pocket like a brick wall, like a like a like a literal brick wall. <laughs> Maybe it's because yeah. he's like kind of small and can't yeah, really see bo- a, see above them. But he stands behind that <laughs> line like a brick wall for at least five seconds, and I'm like, please, please. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. I mean. Do you think, Dalton, that however we end this season, whether that be good or bad, that's going to dictate Wilson's future in Denver? Or do you think regardless of how we end, his future is already pretty much determined? What I want is what I don't know. I don't know if that will happen. We might keep him. There might not be a better option. However, like, this is my issue. He is a great game manager. And like a gate, great game winner, like a gate, great drive, like game winning drive type player. Game, yeah, yeah, right. But like I've been using this term a lot recently on Twitter. He can't play hero ball. Does that make sense? He used to do that when he was younger and with Seattle. But he can't, right? Like when he tried to play hero ball against Houston because our defense couldn't keep up, he threw three picks. Yeah. When he tried to play hero ball in Detroit, he messed up. Like. If you put that our defense had to step up and make all those magical turnovers for us to get in this position, like, and also yeah. without Sean Payton, I don't even know if Russ would like, yeah, be anywhere. I will, you know? I, I will feel give like Sean Payton a lot of Sean. Yeah, I will give Sean Payton significant credit. He's almost like squeezing Russell Wilson like an orange or something to get the last possible right. That's what I like. I said that at the beginning of the season, and I was like, I feel like it's running at an end now. I feel like there's like. Notice how we haven't been taking as many deep shots anymore. Blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of check downs. We don't really throw in the middle of the field anymore. It's like Sean's like lost him. It's like he's gone. I mean, mind you, we have faced some pretty solid defenses. So maybe that had to factor into the game plan a little bit. Maybe. So Dalton, my ideal scenario with all of this would be we keep Russell Wilson for one more season and then we draft a quarterback in the first round. But the big question is where we're going to be at in the first round. Like, where we're going to end up. If we went out, like, late, like, early 20s, late, late, late 20s. Something <sighs> like that. And the I... only quarterback I can imagine being available at that time is Michael Penix. I know. I really, my, I think, honestly, that Sean Payton would cook with Jaden Daniels. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. 
Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've been saying this. I, I've been on that hype train, but I don't see a scenario where Jaden Daniels winds up in our lap. If that if that happens, I'll cry. <laughs> because I think Sean Payton could work with any of these quarterbacks in this draft class. I saw a stat line. Baker Mayfield and Russell Wilson pretty much have the exact same stats this year. Baker Mayfield has a one-year, $5 million deal. Russell's on a six-year, $250 million deal. Shut up. That's going to make me vomit. (laughs) That's like, that's the issue. That's the issue. Like, I can't stand that. I would eat that. I would cut him right now and eat that contract. Like they, like the Falcons did with Matt Ryan's contract. Yeah. But that's the thing is like, if we, I don't know if Penix would be worth, I mean, I like, what he's done at Washington and stuff. He's a super exciting player to watch. I mean, this is a con this whole deep conversation about the draft is probably going to happen in the off season. Um, oh, it's going to come back probably oh, yeah. in multiple weeks. Cause I also have my opinion. I don't think we should sign any free agents this year. Like not, not like I meant not our own free agents. I meant like free agents abroad. I think we need to sign Cushionberry back miners back. Trade Judy away. I love. I, I I feel like Judy's time in Denver is kind of just running out of end. Just get a third round pick, fourth round pick out of him. Get some draft capital back in. I have a whole thought process yeah. behind this. We'll get there. That and is then, coming. We need to just get to the end of the season first and see where we are. Keep McMillan. Obviously, that's a fantastic grab. Um, PJ Locks great. Justin Simmons still under all that. Fantastic. Nick Benito's turning out pretty good. Zach Allen was a phenomenal pickup, by the way, and um, draft a rookie quarterback with and sign him to a like a like a rookie deal, and then surround him with a bunch of talent. That's, I feel like Sean Payton could easily take us to a bowl with that. I mean, I'll, yeah, I'll let you go on your little off season tirade once we do get to the end of the season because we don't we these next three weeks are going to determine a lot if we make the playoffs. I, I'd be I'm, I don't even know. Um. Well, the exciting thing is, is that most of the wild card teams are going to be facing each other this week, and we have a tiebreaker over the Browns and the Bills. The Jags are kind of falling apart. Texans, CJ Stroud isn't going to play this week, I don't think. Can you pick it? The Steelers are crumbling. They've been garbage. And we I'm have just... one of the easy. And the only issue I have is the Colts. I'm so terrified of them. They need to bat butt off because they're taking our playoff spot. <laughs> I I firmly stand on this ground. I think Mike Tomlin's seat should be getting hot because this this he's terrible. He's garbage right now. He's well, like they, he's been not good for a right while, now. and it's just I don't know. I the Steelers are not good, and people are like oh they don't have a quarterback. I don't care. It's just. Whatever. Dude, I'm not going I, like, too much of a You know how many teams? No, no, no. Go on the tyrant, Rachel. You know how many teams lost their quarterback and are still playing good? Jake Browning is taking <laughs> the Bengals places. The Browns are still really good with Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Eh, that's that's a hard maybe. Uh, Joe Flacco. Three Didn't they kind of poop the bed? Three touchdowns. Eh. No, they, no, I think they won. Eh, 
I'm going to hold off on giving any of them praise. But um, kind of, we'll use this as a segue into our next um, part of the podcast here where we preview the upcoming game. But the Broncos are facing the Patriots on Christmas Eve. So if you don't like your family, you now have a reason or an excuse to go watch football and get away from them. <laughs> um, thankfully, I like my family. So I will still watch the game. Um, yeah, I this could be an interesting game because I've heard a lot of people talk about the Patriots defense. I mean, I think we're going to have a huge advantage with us being at home. Do, do we know who's starting for the Patriots? Is it Zap or, um, honestly, I think it is Zappy, but I don't know. Honestly, I, I think it's Zappy, but I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it kind of depends and also kind of doesn't because if you've been living under a rock for a while, the Patriots are not good this season. So, um, no, not at all. I don't know. I mean, you know, the Broncos have been like one of the few teams that has kind of like always had the Patriots number, even back into the Tom Brady days and before Tom Brady. So this is another opportunity of ours where we should ideally win the game. And we just we can't afford to crap the bet on this one because this is a winnable game and we really cannot like blow this opportunity here. No, we have to win. Yeah, like, well, yeah. We, if we want any chance at the playoffs, we, yeah, we, all we, three we need to, to win. We, uh, all, all three games need to be a win. And even then, we must still might not make it. The AFC is so utterly close this year. I know. If yeah. we were in the NFC, we'd probably be in the playoffs already. Yeah, if we were in, like, the NFC South, we'd be NFC South champions. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm a, I, I live in North Carolina. And I almost went to that Panthers game that was like 45 cents tickets. Uh, 45 cent tickets. It. Wow. Yeah. No, I thought about it for a hot, I, but it was like really rainy and I was like, no. no. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this has got to be, a, this is a must win for the Broncos, but <clears throat> Dalton, this might be a little bit of a controversial topic. I won't consider the season a wash or be upset if we don't make the playoffs and that might sound a little stupid coming from, you know, a Broncos fan, a Broncos analyst, you know, I just, part of me is like, if, if we go limping into the playoffs where we just do not like we get the win, we squeak out wins or something like that. I don't want to just get our butts handed to us in the playoffs. Cause if we do, if the seating kind of, aligns as it is right now there's a good chance that we could face the dolphins again in the playoffs <laughs> yeah the 70 to 20 dolphins yeah no that would be a great story though if we won right there is a chance that the dolphins lose out though because they have like the hardest remaining schedule does monday at the office feel like a storm not with microsoft copilot that feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. 
loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. So, I don't know. It's going to be a very fun next three, three weeks in the entire league. I think the one team that definitely... I would say is the leader and probably the best would be the 49ers when they're fully healthy. The Eagles are starting to choke and look like crap. Um, But other than that, it's a tight race, Dalton. It is a tight race. No, it's like the closest I've seen it since like I've really gotten into football. And that's really disappointing because I just want to make the playoffs. I mean, honestly, as long as the Chiefs crap the bed and stop looking like a super team, I'll be very happy. <laughs> they are kind of like, they're just very weird right now. Mm. I don't think they're going to make the bowl. I don't know who's going to make the the bowl in the AFC. If they do, I, no, Dalton, if they do, it is scripted. Everything in the league is scripted. Everything is scripted. <laughs> they just want Taylor Swift there. I will blow my brains no. out. I am so sick of this. <laughs> They're not even talking about her anymore. They are though. Every time that she goes to a game, they post a picture of her in the well, in the box. Just like, you know how much publicity that is. It's annoying. It's the it's easily Dude. the most insufferable storyline of the entire season. Easily. No, that was almost the Josh Dobbs one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Dobbs Linsanity run. <laughs> that literally lasted two weeks. I know, and it came crashing down thanks to us. We brought the the bald astronaut back down to Earth. <laughs> no, no. Oh, I hate. Yeah, we're getting canceled for that one. We're oh, gonna get shush. that that that, that joke's that been one. around for a while. Anyways, Dalton. Oh, before 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 before. If no quarterback lands in the draft to our laps, like Jaden Daniels or Michael Penix, whatever quarterback around the league, would you trade for or pick up on a minimum deal? just so you don't have to deal with Russ's $250 million deal. Because Sean Payton could elevate that quarterback, potentially. Um, I'll tell you one that'll make me a little frustrated is Jameis Winston. <laughs> I don't want that. Really? I don't. Really? I don't. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I might, with how good our O-line might be, but um, I don't want another, I don't want a 50 touchdown, 50 <laughs> interception season. I don't want to eat the W. I just want a normal W. I'm uh, on the Justin Fields hype train. You really think Justin Fields could I come think, I think he'd be look best with Atlanta or something. No, I know, but I, I fuck, excuse my fucking language, <laughs> fuck Arthur Smith with, with <laughs> Justin Fields. No. Give Sean Payton Justin Fields, and he'll turn out fine. Yeah. Potentially. Watch the Bears absolutely bomb the draft and not take a quarterback and just Taylor say, Williams? yeah, they'll just go with Marvin Harrison Jr. and they'll be like, we're fine. Uh, like, think about pairing Justin Fields with a new O-lineman, DJ Moore, Marvin Harrison Jr. That'd be kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But they'll probably yeah, but go that Caleb would be that would be That would be riding on Justin Fields being, like, great. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be a very, very interesting next few weeks, Dalton, isn't it? Yeah. And off-season, to mm-hmm. be honest. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Broncos Binge Podcast. The Broncos Binge Podcast will be released weekly on Fridays, and we hope you will tune in for future episodes. If you have any comments or suggestions on sections of the podcast you'd like to see us add, let us know. Make sure to follow us both on Twitter, at MileHighRachel and at NFLDalton. Once again, I am your host, Rachel Strand. And I am Dalton Coble. Thanks for listening, and go Broncos!